Yeah, what I want the- a waffle, bro. Waffle, bro. I'm so sure. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 33rd episode of I'm So Surecast. Yeah. I'm your host, Tim Early, and I'm here with Tim Sullivan. It's good to, good to see you. And we got Kev front of the soundboard. And, uh, and word on the street is that Kev is still pissed. He's pissed. Not to mention, I'm fucking pissed, too. I'm coming in hot. Jesus. So this is a PSA for all you people out there that drive cars. That's a public service announcement, right? Yes, okay. which is everybody. Because if you don't drive a car, what are you doing? Are you over the age of 16? Get a car. Use <laughs> use your fucking blinkers. Okay? What, a, what a privileged little asshole. Use your blinkers and use them correctly. Because there was at least five times today where I wanted to commit murder because people didn't use them properly. I agree. That is a big pet peeve of mine. So just do that. Okay. Play and that was episode 33. We'll see you guys next time in episode 34. Yeah. 34, we'll have a little bit more of a laid out argument uh, for and blinkers. What's with people taking so goddamn long to do shit? Uh, yeah. In general, that's always been my main thing. Um, not just as a New Englander, but I think as a normal person. Um, I think some sort of impatience is actually a virtue. Come on, hurry up. Hurry up. But dude, anytime <laughs> I go to the, the post office, I'm literally standing in line for like 15 minutes while one guy just takes forever just chatting it up doesn't under wait so i'm supposed to bring the letter before i mail it well it's funny because when uh the people the phrase go postal obviously is alluding to when the disgruntled postal workers shot up the place oh okay yep actually what year was that wait a minute Post uh, post office workers are some of the calmest folk i've ever met in my fucking life you not not on this day Oh my God! Maybe uh, that's what, why. When was that massacre? Maybe they they're overcompensating. Uh, I don't even know if it was a massacre, dude. But, there could uh, be a line. Oh, 1990. Oh, that's when I was born. Individuals working for the postal service shot and killed fellow workers and members of the public. So that's why the pejorative uh, and proverbial phrase "go postal" exists. Uh, but I think it it probably has a lot to do with workers being incensed by the sluggish behavior of their coworkers that you're you're now alluding to. Well, I wonder now. Yeah, yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah, if they were like, "Listen guys, this happened. Take your fucking time. We don't need this happening again. Don't, you know, if there's a line around the building, that's fine." Well, that's Take a, your fucking time. But people are very patient with postal workers now because they don't want to be murdered. Well, I think So, uh, where yeah. if you're if you're at uh, you know, if you're at Target and the cashier's taking a sweet time, you can go, hey, you mind speeding this up? I'm kind of in a rush. But people from 86 and 1990 that used to do that, you know, they paid the price heavily when they hurried up the, the post office worker. I think the reason I'm so patient, which is similar to what we discussed last episode, is yeah, I get have to the point. What are you saying? I have no other fucking choice. This is the post office. I can't go. I can't go to the other post office. Well, I guess I could, but well, it's going to be the same shit. No, no, no. But they know that. That's why they act the way they do. Absolutely. That's why the town hall people have sticks up their asses and just go to lunch for three hours. Well, because they wield authority because there's nowhere else to go. So if you own a hardware store. You're making my point. But yeah. No, no. I, I'm Come on. Agreeing. Hurry up. Hurry up. Yep. <laughs> but I'm not arguing. I'm, I'm emphasizing. I'm affirming. I'm confirming. You know what's funny is the word agree is very close to the word argue. And egregious. Um, but no, uh, this is, this is, uh, this is pissed. He's already throwing this is affirmation of your point is if you own a business and you are just 
annoyingly slow and just your service is terrible, right? you're going to go bankrupt because everyone's going to go to the other guy that owns the same business. Capitalism, baby. But the problem is capitalism finds a hard stop with you know cronyism or the protectionism that goes in with uh, these governmental bureaucracies that uh, there's nowhere else to go. And there's no competition. Come on, hurry up, hurry up. When there's no competition, <laughs> you've got to be bad. Like if you own a barbershop in Lawrence... If you suck, you're toast. You know what I mean? You could be toast. If you want a barbershop in Little Rock, Arkansas, oh, you're good. and there's not another one for 10 miles, you can kind of be as shitty as you want, and people within a five-mile radius will still go to you. You know You'd what I mean? You'd be amazed how often I hear that. And it's the, uh, <laughs> but that's the thing with the postal service is there's nowhere else to go. Uh, you're more likely to die on your job if you work for the federal government then you are to uh, be fired. Is that true? Yeah. Can we look up highest highest death rate? I don't know how to type it. Highest death rate jobs? Uh, Chernobyl there we go. power High plant employee is probably up there. Most dangerous jobs in Delivery America. boy is probably number one. <clears throat> Imagine number one is postal worker. <laughs> Heating and air conditioning and refrigeration is on the list. Let's see what number one is. Logging. Okay, that, Logging makes, that makes sense. Yeah, if you're tree felling. <clears throat> What's like number three? I'll just go up the list. Fishers and related fishing workers? This is number two. Well, I guess deadliest catch. I'm sure it's number two de- like deadliest and you make 27 grand. Aircraft pilots. Wait, what, would, what do loggers make? Go down real quick. If they make less than that. 37. Why do the deadliest job for 37 grand? But that's because no one wants to do them. Oh, wait. No, that makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. There should be a loggers union. I'm waiting for something really... Wait a minute. Wait, what was number five? Number five is refuse and recyclable material collectors. Okay. Uh, Most most common accident, falls, slips, and trips. I woke up the next morning (laughs) under my bed, which I thought was weird. (laughs) Slips and falls are a relatively common hazard. Isn't that true of, like, any moron working in any job? Why don't you put teachers up there when the janitor forgets to put the caution wet floor sign up? Oh, God. Uh, First line supervisors of construction trades. Okay. Ah, miscellaneous agricultural workers. Okay, if you put miscellaneous in front of anything, there's there's a breath of employment opportunities that oh God. may be encompassed. By so this. are they including the guy that works at Whole Foods that takes the peppers off the cart and yeah, puts them I mean, in the... Yeah, I mean, miscellaneous would be an umbrella that would cover him, too. I guess you're right. I'm uh, a vegetarian. Grounds maintenance drink. workers. <laughs> what? Oh, what happened to Marty? Oh, he uh, he was watering the plants at the old memorial, and he uh, slipped he, and fell. He couldn't turn the hose off, and he just flooded the earth. And he, he was, was super thirsty. Uh, he died of an aneurysm. Nothing to do with the job, but it was... It, you know, unrelated. Driving sales workers and truck drivers. All right. Well, anyway, um, so the reason I was saying that people take too long to do shit is because, one, every time I go to the ATM, so how long do you spend at an ATM? Literally. If Literally. You're, if you're tracking me in Mississippi's, I am in there for, no joke, 65. Seconds. Mississippi's. Yeah. Okay. Right. Forgot the Mississippi. And I pride myself on my briskness. That's the longest it should possibly take. Yeah. But people are in there for like literally eight minutes. Well, it's ridiculous, especially nowadays where you can feed up to 10 checks at once. Because the, the deposit should be lightning speed. 
Oh no, I'm sorry. The withdrawal should be lightning speed. The deposit, which used to used to do checks individually. Yeah. So I could see that kind of taking a while because that's you just a process. Do that on your phone though, like take a picture. No, you can, but you know we're. I just can't. If if someone was like, "Here's an ATM. I want you to spend eight minutes doing stuff on it." After about three minutes, I'd be like, "I'm right." It of, would be more. Difficult. I'm out of stuff, man. It'd be more difficult. Yeah, I agree. But last time I was at an ATM, I got so fed up that I just went to CVS. I bought chapstick and did cash back for you. Sometimes when I go to the postal ser- postal service, the post office, I wait so long in line just to buy stamps that I walk down the street to CVS and buy stamps there. Well. That's really interesting. But what you should really do is uh, take out take out like $500 cash. Listening. I'm listening. And just keep it in your wallet. Uh, okay. okay. So you took it out, but you didn't spend it. You still have it. Right. People go, well, I can't take out that much money, but it, you didn't spend it. Okay. Yep. And just keep that there. Come on, hurry up. And what you'll do is, unless you're like a degenerate gambler or have a lot of cash only transactions that's going to last you a long time and you only detract from it when you actually need cash so why did i i don't get why i did that why did i use money instead of other money no no no. i'm saying if you take out five hundred dollars i bet you the last 10 times you've gone to an atm the amount oh, over all those times we're talking about atm still i get it oh did I'm we sorry. move on i've i've <laughs> you know this fucking guy. I thought we were talking about ATMs. No, we weren't. But anyways, you know what's even worse than ATMs, man? <sighs> Jesus Christ, dude. It's like a stand-up comedian that's just like trying to transition into his next joke. And I'm the moron for taking the bait from his first one. Um, Starbucks, dude. The fucking worst. The oh, okay. worst. There's no transition there. Because. <laughs> going to talk about fucking airplane food next? No, Airplanes, go ahead with Starbucks. Um, but so listen, okay? Here's the thing, as Tim Sullivan would say. You go to Starbucks. Well, I go to Starbucks, and I either want a black coffee, hot, or a cold brew, also black. Both of those items take 37 seconds to create from nothing. Sure. But I'm behind, you know... Like six people, three of which are like young, chubby kids. Mm. The other three are like 21 to 23-year-olds that don't really have jobs. They're just kind of hanging out. They want something to do. They go to Starbucks. Right. They're getting, you know, super duper fluffy duffy, extra super whip, coconut, you know, ice cream (laughs) scoop. Fucking Yeah, some ice cream. Some confection that's just. Some unicorn bullshit. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like busy working my job that I work because I'm a productive member of society. I want to go in, be like, black coffee now. And they hand it to me and I fucking pay them and leave. I don't want to order my coffee, then go stand next to these idiots for 15 minutes. They make you stand for a long time. While they're, you know, fresh making their fucking ice cream. And then I watch them pick up the cup, fill it with coffee and hand it to me and it takes them 30 seconds. So this is my idea. I want a black-only coffee shop. So it'll say blacks only? Exactly. Cool. So what will happen is you walk in, you'll order your coffee. You don't have to say cream, sugar, room, nothing, because that doesn't fucking exist. Is there a separate bathroom for blacks only? No, because we only allow people that drink 
black coffee. Okay, okay. Nobody else. So this will speed everything up. You walk in, hey man, can I get a coffee? Here you go. But what if See you later. what if you're inside this coffee shop? Yeah, I'm listening. And Come on. there's a guy that doesn't want black coffee, but he's thirsty and wants to go to the, to the water fountain. Is there going to be a, a black only water fountain too? Or is it just for the coffee line? Get out of here, buddy. Go to Starbucks. Okay. okay. No, I just this is a good idea. I think they tried this out in the 60s. Did they? Yeah. Well, and there was no lines anywhere. Oh, See? So it probably worked. Boy, the future. It did. It did. Uh, yeah. No. Brown, Long story short, Brown versus the Board of Education. I think really, uh, really was planted the nail in the coffin on this. But if, uh, <laughs> you're you're more of a Plessy versus Ferguson type guy. <laughs> if you want ice cream, a frap, a milkshake, any of that shit, go to Dairy Queen. You want so, a coffee, a black coffee, go to Starbucks. No, okay? so hey guys. I, I do actually oh, sympathize goes, huh? uh, with this point that you're making. Uh, one, I'm I have no idea why I recognize that it's a it's a deep seated bias on my part. Yeah. Uh, because every time I go to Starbucks, uh, the coffee's fine. It's good. It's good coffee. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. I'm temperamentally, uh, it's just ingrained in me to reflexively be anti Starbucks. Um, I wonder why that is. Uh, it's for a lot of reasons. Um, and it's, it's not the fault of normal people, but there's just so many goddamn snobs that's made me kind of just lump in every Starbucks patron as like annoying to me, even though I go to Starbucks. Right. And I like it, but it's a little bit over the top. And I think another thing that leaves the taste in my mouth that's a little bit unsavory is because, like you said, every time I go in there, I look there's some guy today. ordering a goddamn chocolate vanilla frap. Yeah. And it's like 730 in the morning. It's like, first of all, you're going to need a nap by like 930, bro. And second of all, you're you're clogging the fucking line. So I agree. There should be. So if you go to Heavenly Donuts, there's. They do not let you go in the drive-thru if you're ordering more than three breakfast sandwiches. That's brilliant. And brilliant. It makes sense because if you need that much stuff, the, the whole point of the drive-thru is people that are in a rut. I'm, I have so little time, I can't even get out of my fucking car. Okay? So it should be the, the ex- expressway. Right. You know what I mean? If you want to, if you want to eat three fucking bacon, egg, and cheeses, that's fine. But go in line and wait your turn. And maybe, maybe the drive-through should be black, blacks only. <laughs> I agree. I think if we could make more businesses, uh, more coffee shops blacks only, I really think it would speed everything up. And I truly mean that because you're literally just pouring stuff in a cup, and that's it. That's all it takes. Yeah. It would speed up uh, service. It would increase customer satisfaction. And it would just be really good for the non-blacks to, you know, get a taste of their own medicine and just be stuck in the lines that they've created. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? You don't like the line you're in? Maybe ease up on your ridiculous ice cream order and just order a cold brew black. Right. And, you know, that is true about, you know, you have like this little thing against Starbucks, but you're not quite sure what it is. I mean, I'm kind of sure. You know what it is. Okay, whatever. But if you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you don't deal with this shit. That's exactly. That's why I'm temperamentally, I lean Dunkin'. I'm not anti-Starbucks, but I lean Dunkin'. Right. And I think a lot of it is because of the transactional side, not so much the actual coffee. Right. Because at Starbucks, you got like, you know, the kids that are chubby 
and like their chubby mom and then like the 20 somethings that are entitled and then and they're all getting crap and then you go to dunkin donuts and you got like a guy with work boots and dirty pants and like a reflective vest and then like a guy with a flannel and dirty boots in front of you and they just go iced regula and then like they're running out in two seconds and you just get your shit right away and you're fucking gone exactly you're back to work. dude and and i think i i just like the dunkin folk more uh just because i just feel like they're just their day so they actually have like real shit to do that day yeah they don't have 15 minutes to spend on some coffee that they're not even going to notice the taste it, like the quality of taste increase duncan's is the working man's coffee it is dude hurry up i gotta get out to smoke that cigarette i left uh, I just dabbed out without finishing it so that I could resume, but I, yeah. need to, I need to get back to it so that it doesn't blow away in the wind or some bum picks it up. Starbucks is the lazy millennials coffee. Starbucks is the, you know, the yogi. It's it's so funny with Starbucks because the one that I go to, it's got a homeless guy that's permanently perched. I've never been there with this homeless guy who wasn't there. And he's got enough shit next to him. He's got literally like luggage of a quantity that I would require only if I was going on like a 10 day plus vacation. Uh-huh. He's got a nicer, he's got a MacBook. He's got a nicer computer than I do. And he's in there all day. Hmm. And he, you know what? He, he never has coffee either. What? Because ever since they got in that, uh, hot water where they, uh, call, uh, call yeah. the cops yep. on, uh, those dudes for not buying shit. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. And, and by the way, wh- why exactly? I don't understand. Like I've literally, when I was in high school, I would go into places all the time if it was freezing out and I was waiting for like my friend to show up and I would go into a pizza shop and I'd be there for 20 minutes and the guy would look at me and he'd say, dude, you got to buy something to get the fuck out. And that, that's an easily understandable tenant of society. Like this idea that it's so absurd to like no loitering. There were signs everywhere that constantly said no loitering. Okay. I got news for you, bro. If you're in a spot and you're not buying anything, you're by definition loitering, but now all of a sudden we've insulted the sensibilities of you know all these people nowadays. That that's just that's just bad. Yeah. So what did we do this weekend? We played Sal's. Uh, I loitered to Starbucks because I can now. Um. And, uh, but good for Star. I. You know what? Last thing I'll say about Starbucks. Yep. I hope they're flooded with a bunch of homeless loiterers because that's the bed that they made. You know. Yeah, sounds like a very warm bet. Because they're for that. And so there's no downside, apparently. Okay. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, Friday night viewership we Viewership is plummeting. Uh, I mean, you know what? Listen. Listen. Listenership has already plummeted. Hey, listen. If you've got a problem with it, just call in. I'm an open-minded guy. Yeah. and I'll hear your other side out. And listen, you know... If you're still listening to this, you're one of the select few that actually enjoys this. Because I'd say we've cut our numbers in half at, since since the first season of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's all one season? Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's all one season. But after this episode, it's going to skyrocket again. <clears throat> yeah, this is going to, we're trying to be controversial here. And, uh, you know, we're going to do the, the audio version of clickbait. Yeah, I already that know. That makes any sense. But what I already know what I'm going to call this episode. But um, so yeah, we played at Sal's on Friday, right? I know what you're going to call it too. So Tim strums the opening. Chord. I do. He strums the opening chord to our set, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do you know? The free pizza that they give us when we play on the precarious pizza place 
stand. And everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's it's that weird. This it's bent piece of metal. Just two pieces. Of, well, one piece of metal. Yeah. 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 And it's like uh, it's like this. Uh, it's got the legs and then it goes up. If you could see my hand motion on the video podcast. Can you guys see it right. on the video podcast? Oh, we don't do video. OK, never mind. Um <laughs> But everyone knows what a pizza stand is like, okay? They give them to you to... Wait, uh, like a, a stand where they sell pizza? No, 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 no. The like a lemonade stand? <laughs> <laughs> the thing that holds the pizza higher off the table than it would be... The pizza the holder. Table. Yes. So the pizza was on that. <laughs> Tim strums the opening chord to our set, it sells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vibrations. It was a uh, C chord. Just seep into the stand of the pizza stand, and then the pizza slides off the stand, the whole metal sheet that it's on. Too. No, I'm sorry. It was an A sharp. Was it? Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I wonder what the fuck that is. But it slides off the stand, hits like a fucking whole pitcher of water, some glasses. Ice, pizza. Shit goes fucking everywhere. And this is the first chord. First chord. So now everyone's looking at us like, wow, these guys suck. These guys are terrible. And there's pizza. Thing sucks. There's pizza on the ground. We're embarrassed. We're like, do we keep playing? Do we stop and pick up the pizza? Who comes in to save the day but Squick Squawk? Ah, Squick Squawk did. Yes. She did. So now people are saying now birds don't have opposable thumbs. How did this bird pick up this? Actually, do they have opposable thumbs? They no. Claws. Is that what opposable? Uh, Either way, uh, we're talking about the person that only runs, primates have opposable. Thumbs. We're talking about Squick Squawk's mother. Um, she picked it right up. So now that's all the more reason right there to make sure that you're following Squick Squawk Sunshine yes. on Instagram. When pizza comes tumbling down in front of a public performance, yeah, and we're embarrassed, Squick Squawk will come swoop in. She swooped it right up, and she's like. There's like nothing to see here, folks. And then everyone was like, oh, I guess she's right. And it is embarrassing, you know, because it's it'd be one thing that happened during the third song. No, it is. this is like a yeah. grandiose first impression. Yeah. And it was a bad impression. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. But uh, thanks for Squick Squawk. We didn't have to do the self-debasing of like putting the instruments away, kneeling like, down, picture, picking Like up picture pizza. Tim holding a guitar, right? And then bending over and like still holding the guitar and like trying to scoop this pizza off the. Gr- it would just be, it'd be terrible. We would have probably packed up our shit and left out of embarrassment. I would have too. I it would have been so bad. I would have I would have picked up the remnants of the pizza, defenestrated it, and then I would have just unplugged and what just bounced. The f- fuck. Okay. Um. Real quick. He's finding it. So yeah. It's like to throw out a window. Uh, uh, he says it like it's nothing. It's to throw out like a window. He's like, you know, skiggly foop doop de boop. It's that word. Defenestrate. It says rare, first of all. Throw someone, in parentheses, out of a window. <laughs> well, that's the rare use, though. Is that what that little thing means? What? The rare? That means it's very rarely used like that? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I never noticed that. Oh, wait a minute. It's it's longer. Oh, that's the sentence. Okay. And the informal one is to remove or dismiss, in parentheses, someone from a position of power or authority. Which would basically be the word usurp. So throw someone out a window. Yes. Defensive. Defenestrate. Defenestration. 
Well, see you later. All right. Well, uh, uh, that's that, episode that uh, 34. Uh, uh, no, and then we are about to do our grand finale. Yep. Which is Build Me Up Buttercup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It kills every time. It really does. It does. Um, no matter what you think of us, you can think we suck. You can think we're hacks. But when we close with Build Me Up Buttercup, we're going to get you. It just works. And so that's the grand finale. And right before launching into it, we realized that the amp through which my guitar was coming was blown. And it sounded fucking terrible. And we couldn't even, the show, the, the, the phrase, the show must go on. Yep. Uh, ceases to apply when the amp is blown. Yeah. The show can't go fucking on. Fucking thing sucks. And the show can't go on. Show can't go on. Ooh, that's a queen reference. The show can't go on. If Freddie Mercury's, if Brian May's guitar amp was blown, Freddie Mercury would have said, we can't go on. He's, we simply can't do it. We simply the can't best do it. part about all this is the amp that we blew is Eric's, and Eric never listens to this fucking podcast. Well, that's why I volunteered this information. So because the, it's safe. The only way he'll ever find out that this even happened is if he listens to this podcast. This is like the cone of silence from uh, Get Smart. Otherwise, the amp's just going to get fixed, and he's not going to know it ever happened. Yeah. So don't you fuckers ruin it for us, okay? Or do the old switcheroo. Right. Might do the switcheroo. Might buy the same amp in a different color and just see if he notices. He probably won't notice. Might not notice. He doesn't even go to our shows anymore. He's too cool. Dude, he's way too cool. But uh, I can't blame the man. I'm using all of his stuff. I even use his guitar pick. That's how bad it is. Wait, he let you use his guitar pick? One time he did. Good lord. I'm, I'm about as useless as tits on a bull, as they say. Oh, wow. We have another episode? What the frick? What's this? Well, we've got some voicemails here. Oh, we do have voicemails. Yeah, so real quick, we're going to dip back into the, um, into the. it's not really a dilemma, but the whole thing with the smoke detectors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, if anybody listens to oh, this podcast. Oh, by the way, yesterday, another one fucking true. Are you fucking kidding? Okay, oh. so I'm realizing that this is actually a huge problem in, in uh, Northeast America because my parents, Lowell and Behold, as I like to say. Yes. Um, the other day. My mom was woken up at about 3.30 in the morning by a an incessant chirp. Yep. And I know I, the sound well. And she couldn't find it, eventually found it, tried to like stuff it in a drawer, went back to bed. She could still hear it. Came back down, found it, put it outside, could still fucking hear it from her bed. And then she ended up being like, wait a minute, what if there's actually carbon monoxide in the house? So then she shook my dad awake violently. She's like, Steve, Steve, Steve. And he goes, what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> and she goes, are you okay? And he goes, uh, I was. I was sleeping. But she's like, the thing's beeping. He's like, throw it in the fucking ocean. And she didn't. De- she didn't defenestrate it? No, she like did something else with it. And he ended up getting up and s- covering it with pillows. And that was enough for them. Right. To go but that's the thing. Bed. Even when these things do their job, nobody takes them seriously. They just go, oh, it's just more annoying fucking joking. Right. Ridiculous. I mean, if, the, if my smoke alarms were going off like crazy... I probably would just be ripping them off the ceiling and go back to bed. <laughs> exactly. It's the, it's the it's the proverbial boy who cried wolf. It's a smoke detector that chirped fire. <laughs> I would probably rip the smoke detector off the ceiling, throw it in the fire, and go back to bed. Yeah, exactly. Hold up. Wait a minute. That, that would be Shit, the greatest like- irony of ironies is a house burning down because you threw a smoke detector into <laughs> a fireplace. No, no, no. I woke up because my fire alarm was going off and my kitchen was on fire. Right. Threw it into the fire. Right, right. Happening. 
Not a fireplace. And, and then go back to bed. <laughs> go back to bed. But um, so we have a voicemail message, and I guess we'll play it here. Um, let's see. Let's see if this works well. Tim's great work on episode 32. You couldn't tell. It's your buddy Steve. There he is. And so I do have to concur with one Tim Sullivan that the smoke detectors are just fucking absurd. <laughs> My apartment has no less than 37 smoke detectors That's rigged up at all times. We also have another, I want to say maybe 25, just in drawers throughout the house. <laughs> do they work? I don't know. We don't try them. But the battery life is a huge issue. We had two, there was one in my roommate's room that would just, every month, we'd replace the batteries. And every month, they would just start chirping. And I have a very anxious dog who just hates any type of chirping or weird noises. So she freaks out, which sucks at like 2 in the morning. And I blame these shitty smoke detectors because that's exactly, we have the the luxury of, you know, calling the landlord and getting one sent over. But still, it's a a stupid process. I have one right now that's sitting on my kitchen table because it has no batteries because some of them take AA batteries, some of them take 9 volts. Do we we always have those in the house? Of course not. Fucking batteries, man. That was just something that was in a box in the closet that my dad would always fill. How do I go get batteries? That's fucking crazy. But anywho, smoke detectors suck. We'll smell it if the house is on fire. Yes, exactly. We have like three within two feet of each other. I don't think that makes any sense. Whatever. Someone decreed that we must have a thousand smoke detectors. So here we are. So I agree. It's dumb. Big battery. They're fucking us, man. Yes, they're really fucking man. And yeah, Moonshiner sucks. Long live the chat. Dude. But he's right. Isn't? Yeah. Weren't we we blessed with these senses for detecting something awry? Yeah, for detecting danger. The nose should be the smoke, smoke detector. It's it's olfactory. You know what I mean? If there's smoke, you'll know. You'll smell it. Um. All right. So I have another one here that I haven't. I didn't even know we got. So I guess I'll play this one too. I have no idea what this is going to be like. So we're going in cold. We're going in cold, which we never fucking did. Oh God. But here we go. Hey guys. Um, Clearly in a church. I think I know why they still make flathead screwdrivers <laughs> because we still use products. From years and years ago, that have flathead screws in them. <laughs> so it's not why are we still making flathead screwdrivers. It's why are there dumbasses out there still using anything other than a <clears throat> still using anything other than a Phillips head or a fucking Allen wrench? And now I'm yucky swearing again because I hear Timmy swearing on episode thirty-one. Jesus. <laughs> First of all, wow, good man. Where was he when he was recording it that? It sounded like he was exercising in a church. It sounded like he was in space. Was he doing laps around the pews? <laughs> <laughs> While incessantly swearing about uh, uh, flathead screwdrivers? Let's just all agree that if any of us get into the business of producing mechanical anything, we'll leave flathead screws out of the equation. Yeah, we ought to. Let's use Phillips only or go Allen. Okay? Yeah, I agree. But even Allen for the birds, dude. It's what? just... Kev disagrees. Okay, but here's the thing. What, if, what is it, dude? What's the thing? I'm, I'm only talking about... And I get how they... The reason that they're perpendicular and you get you know, the, the different lengths or whatever. But every time ah, I need... As a, if he said anything right there. Every time I need... <laughs> 
every time I use an Allen wrench, it's in some awkwardly spaced little nook I totally of something, agree. and you can't fucking use it. You buy a chair from Staples. They give you the stupid little Allen wrench. Then there's that one screw that like- But you, you can't do a 360. You can't do the full turn. No, that's, you, well, that's you what I'm saying. You got to keep taking it out and putting it back right, in. Right. You can't do the 360. They just want to waste everybody's time. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And you just you have to just keep cranking and cranking. And it's like fucking absurd, dude. So absurd. Don't dude. get me wrong, it has the most tech tactile uh tactile It has the most tactile satisfaction when the thing does pry loose. Oh, oh he's he was already Kevin's pissed. so fucking pissed, dude. The Allen wrench is like the main I think he, that pushed him over. He's over the edge. He's going to go postal tonight and take his Take a really long time to perform an easy task. He's biting his knuckles off of his hand. That should be the new definition of going postal. Just slowly performing brain dead tasks. Oh, yeah. That's actually genius. Right? Yeah. Oh, uh, man. So, um, <coughs> something occurred to me. Well, it didn't really. So, so here's the thing, okay? Jesus. So, so I went to stop and shop the other day. Which I don't do often because it's... What the fuck was that? Sorry. It's by my old house, which I don't live in anymore. That's why I put the word old before it ho- before house. Yeah, it's a little bit superfluous to talk about how you don't live there anymore. Yeah, so <clears throat> so I went to it today, the Stop and Shop, not my old house. And there was a robot. Well, technically, you were at Stop and Shop, which is by your old house. So. Right. So there was a robot in Stop and Shop. When you say a robot, what do you mean? I mean this plastic thing that was like eight feet tall, maybe seven feet, maybe six, maybe seven feet tall, probably seven feet tall. And it's like just moving around. It's like just, I can't even, it's just moving around. It's just wheeling its way around the fucking. But like what did it, so when you say robot, I think of it in anthropomorphic terms. That's fucking asshole. Yep. <laughs> That's just, this just it. Tam is talking about anthropomorphology. Anthropomorphic, which means like human characteristics. So when you say robot, I think of like iRobot yeah, like with the Will book, Smith. The book Animorphs? Think, right, right, but I don't think of like a Roomba. Okay, so pic- picture a Roomba. I would use machine. No, picture a Roomba. Okay. Yeah. Now take 30 of them and stack them on top of each other. So it's cylindrical? It was a little bit cylindrical. Okay. But it needs to be tall enough to detect humans. I'm guessing. Okay. So it was tall as fuck. And it had big old googly eyes on it. Wait, it actually had googly eyes? Yeah, like stuck to it. So I think... Are you being serious? Yes. What the... Do I not seem fucking serious Uh, Okay, okay. Because I think without the googly eyes, it would intimidate people. People be like, what the fuck is this shit, dude? So it's just going... It's just wheeling around... And there's like a thing on it that spins around, which is clearly a laser. It's scanning. Right. And it's just going, pip, pip, pip. And it's just going around. It's just moving around the store. Okay. So I'm like, what the fuck is this thing doing? And then there's a little like. It's moving around the store like in aisles? Yeah. And there's a little card on it. And I was like, oh, that card's probably going to tell me what it's doing. And it says like, this is whatever. <laughs> it had like a name. And it's used to detect. It just says nothing. <laughs> It's used to detect spills and debris. So it's a janitor. It's a janitor. So now I also realized that not too long ago, outside of Stop and Shop, there were people picketing for higher wages. 
Was those, that was that what the main gripe was? I don't really know, to be honest. Maybe we can look it up. But there was people picketing. And now the people picketing are gone, and there's a robot. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking that people picketing is kind of losing its steam here because people are just getting replaced by robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at that same stop and shop, you can't find somebody actually checking you out. You just have to use self-checkout. Right, right, right. And it's the way of the future, man. It is. And it's actually a bit hilarious, too, that the owners just said, uh, yeah, fuck oh, it. Oh, pay, pay and health care. They're pissed about you don't, have to, you don't have to give health care to a robot. No, you certainly don't. But- I think it's funny because, uh, and, and by the way, you don't need to give health care to part-time employees, which everyone demanding higher minimum wage, all that's going to do is they just bro, say, fine, I'll bro, just I'll just hire a bunch of part-timers. Bro, I uh, do a job, okay? It's a career. I'm in a career with lots of- You have of, a career? Yeah, with lots of other people that have the same career, some of which that make lots of oh, money. Your boy's got a career. Make lot, so, so make lots of money, right? Yeah. Don't have health care. Well, your private contract. You buy your own health care. So why doesn't everyone just buy their own fucking health care with the money that they make? Because it's extremely expensive. No shit. I know because I have to pay for it. Right. But it's so why? How come you get to make less money and have yours paid for? But my employer pays my health care and I pay for the. Well, I was saying you. I was saying like uh, as an example, if you work at Stop and Shop and you make ten dollars an hour. Because you're at because of the stupid way that we do it, which started in like World War Two. You're at the mercy of whatever healthcare provider your employer uses. What year was World so War II again? <laughs> <laughs> we're getting we're getting a little deep into this. No, no, no but I'm just, so so the main thing, just to give a quick little recap, a summary. Here, yeah, the, the the reason the why we have employer based healthcare now is because back in the day during the war when there was a shortage of labor, yep. the government put a cap on wages. Okay, so a bunch of employers couldn't incentivize the remaining men in the country with ah. higher wages. Ooh. So the only way to entice them to work for them was to offer health care benefits. Which actually totally makes sense. So it was the it was the loophole around it. So now we're stuck with a system whereas if if they offered to pay people's groceries at the time, you'd go into a grocery store now and there'd be no price tags on anything. So right. you can see how it it fundamentally fucked everything up. Y- so you're now when you start a job, so you're a private contractor, you're ten ninety nine. So you have to shop for your own healthcare. But the thing is, healthcare people that say we have a free market system, we don't have a free market system. We have this horrible combination of governmental and free market combined. So it's like the worst of both worlds. Right. But when people say we have a free market system healthcare, they're they're self discrediting. They don't know what they're talking about. Because the thing is, you with healthcare you have the acupuncture lobby uh, picketing the state to make sure that they include fucking acupuncture in some health program that they offer you. So now that my rates go up, so basically I could have a plan for like 50 bucks a check, but because it's just infused all this bullshit I don't need, I pay like $100 a paycheck. Ah, meanwhile I'm paying like $500? Right, but I'm saying it's not a free market. <laughs> People think that's free. Car insurance is free market. Why do you think you see Geico... Progressive, State Farm, all these car insurance, you see uh, that's an actual free market. You know what's really interesting about You don't this? see Blue Cross, Blue Shield. Crosh. Sean Connery's uh, new Sean uh, Con- insurance. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know what's really interesting about the podcast is there'll be something that we totally agree on. But just because we're doing the podcast. It sounds like we're fighting. I'll pull something out of my ass just to like, just to fight you on it. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just totally ridiculous. Oh, wait. Did you know... Were you walking me into the lion's den with that one? No, I just... It, I had not really no gripe with healthcare and shit. I just started to just get vicious and... and not oh, really yeah, vicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just started to Antagonistic. just... Antagonistic. Just create shit. Just to create shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. But whatever. No, uh, but... Uh, yeah, but you're a private contractor, so you yeah. don't have the full wake of uh, benefits that I do. Yeah, but the upside don't. is if I'm injured on the job uh, or something like that, I, I don't mm. know. It's, just all, it's all bullshit. I basically was just saying a just bunch of bullshit. Just don't work at Stop and Shop. I was just saying a bunch of bullshit to just be a dick. <sighs> but um, you are a dick. I am a dick. I mean, because it's great. People's health care is paid for. That's awesome. No, it's not. I pay for it. <laughs> it's not free. Hey, I fucking pay for it. But you don't need to pay for it. You what do you can just mean? get the penalty at the end of the year. What are you talking about? If you don't want healthcare, you don't need healthcare. But what if I want it? Well, then you have to pay for it. Ah, oh, but it's so much money. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian and I don't drink. No uh, shit. It's not my fault. I didn't screw it up. FDR did. Blame FDR. That fucking footer. That polio stricken, blanket clad, wheelchair bound idiot. <laughs> So lighten up on the rolls and butter and go heavy on the brisket. <laughs> no, nah, he's probably a nice guy. <laughs> Served like four terms. But... Oh, God. I think we're done, man. Nah, he's not bad. I mean, he interned like 170,000 <laughs> Japanese, two-thirds of whom are U.S. citizens. But he's a good guy. All right, everyone go to... Uh... Thanks, for, thanks for Social Security. Everyone go on Instagram. Can't wait to cash those checks. <laughs> My grandma to put in... 10 cents a check in 1960 and now she's taking out like $2,000 a week. How could, What could go wrong with this system? <laughs> it gets really uncomfortable because we agreed at the beginning to just never bring in politics. Because, it's not even political. Well, it is though, but we never just Whatever. we just don't want to alienate half of our audience. And then, uh, consider but then alien. we slowly start sprinkling shit in so like everybody listening already knows what our stances <laughs> yeah. are and everything. But um, uh, Thanks everyone for listening. Please go to apologies um, to the Roosevelts. <laughs> go on Instagram and go on Legit Tasty. Um, yes, Legit Tasty. They've got new merch. It's fucking sick. So check it out. And um, as always, thanks for listening. Please go on uh, iTunes and rate us five stars. And if you want to, go to Anchor.fm/slash I'm So Surecast, and you can donate money to us, and we'll take it and do things with it. And um, also go to www.ericsterlandstorage.com nice. forward slash I'm so sure cast for 15% off all meats. Nice. And keep leaving us voicemails. <sighs> God. Yes. Just keep leaving. Yeah. Please do that. Shout out to Steve. And I'm presuming that was my cousin Casey. Yeah, that was definitely Exercising him. in a church. In a in, church or in, in space or. Somewhere. Somewhere with very natural reverb. Yeah. He was in like a, a new construction house that didn't have the furniture yet or something i don't know yeah. you were you in an unfurnished Call in next house? week and tell us where you were yeah please do but um thanks everyone for listening <laughs> that's about it <laughs> well see you later i'm so sure